Welcome back to the Jordan Patrick Show. We are your hosts, Jordan Patrick. Better late than never. Yeah. If you can, if you can hear that introduction. Yeah. Over the little loud blasting theme music. Yeah. That's my plan. See, to destroy the eardrums of the listener, ah. so that they don't hear all the stupid shit we say <laughs> for the, the next hour and a half. But but still listen. Definitely you know, just a little in bit. In an yeah. effort to hear what we're saying, but never actually hear shit. Everything sounds better when you're just a little bit deaf. Oh yeah, absolutely. <sighs> I'm gonna try some of this Heffen Father. That's the one. Why Stefaner? I'm not sure. It's it's a German beer. Yes, they're they're out of the Pilsner that I oh it's a really lager. like yeah. So I've been messing around with other 4. European beers. I, okay, so it's four point eight percent alcohol. But all I gotta say is, companies that make their beer cans one pint. Thank you. Win every time. Thank you. Win yes. every Thank single you companies. time. Yeah. Tired of these twelve fluid ounces bullshit. Yeah, which is what I'm drinking. Uh, Three Floyds, which is a local brewing company, Zombie Dust. They do make some good beer, though. Yeah, it's an undead pale ale, but I bought it because um, I saw the cover art, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it says on here, created with our marvelous friends in the comic industry, art by Tim Seeley. It's 6.5 uh, by volume. Oh, Zombie Dust. Munster, Indiana. That's where Three Floyds is from. I don't know where that is. I've probably been there and just don't know it. Probably. She's hot, but she doesn't know it. She's hot, but she doesn't know it. Fade to black. Fade to black. That's a lot of head, dude. The Germans do know how to make a beer, man. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I feel like beer originated in Europe somewhere over there. They probably did. They probably nailed it. Yeah. It was them. I feel like. And then... That's what happened. That's how, that's, see, people don't realize that's how America got started. Because Europe was all like making beer all the time, but England was just like England. I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to separate England from Europe. I know England's in <laughs> Europe. But I mean, everywhere else in Europe is like beer, beer, beer. And the British are like tea, tea, tea. And then the Americans are like, fuck that. Threw the tea in the harbor, went with the beer, and started their own country. <laughs> that's right. Boom. That's what it was all about. History lesson. They wanted beer, and the English wouldn't let them have it. So they said, fuck your tea. Like we got some, got some tea here, and like we throw it in the harbor. We ain't part of your system, system Englishman. Englishman. <laughs> I want to try this now. Oh yeah, chug, chug, chug. I actually had four pints of another IPA. I don't know why. What's with me and IPAs lately? I drank all those. Pretty good. It's weird. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but kind of weird. It doesn't taste. Beery, like in any way. It's been around since ten forty. Yeah. I wonder, if that's, how, 40. I, say, I wonder if that's how much it costs. Ten dollars <laughs> forty. All right. Well, uh, this show has recently been about Star Wars, mainly. Minus our two-hour foray into the human garbage can that is Joss Whedon, and we continue the trend. With more Star Wars. Yes. Spoiler alert. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert. You've had multiple days to watch it now. And no one seems to give a shit about spoilers. Can I say that? I get up at the butt crack of dawn now to watch it before I go out my day, uh, which is the Book of Boba Fett. 
Oh, yeah. When, literally, when it's been out and watchable for, like, two hours, and Dude. those two hours include the 40-minute runtime of the episode. No one gives a shit no. about spoilers no. for this show. They don't. I mean, it, they're everywhere immediately. Like, Twitter, Instagram, boom. Yeah. They're just ever. And what's crazy is how so many people are spoiling it, but it's for the first time in the history of entertainment, everybody is just blank, blanketly okay with it. Like, yeah, I haven't seen people calling them out. Yeah, nobody's calling them. Nobody's mad. Nobody's ticked off. Nobody's like, oh, okay, just, uh, I guess I'll go home and watch it. No, be furious. That's what I'd have done. Dude, and it's it's across the board because... Um, goodness, the Hawkeye show mm-hmm. got spoiled for me. Uh, episode like I don't remember which, and it took all my desire to even watch the episode, and I haven't even finished the show now. And then I got spoiled on the, the following episodes as well. But the day of, it got spoiled for me. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm tired of this shit. Like some people can't. See, I don't watch this. Even the day it comes out. No. You know, people it comes have out lives. in the middle of the week. Yeah. At people three have lives. in the morning. Yeah. You know, you get home from work, you're tired, you don't feel like watching anything, you go to eat, go to bed, whatever. Some people can't watch it the same day. Like, if you can't Hold wait your horses. three hours. Right. Like, you should wait until the weekend. But if you can't wait three hours. Yeah. If I watch the episode at 3 a.m., jump on Instagram and you're already spoiling it, I'm just going to say it. You should have a finger taken. <laughs> like, you should have a finger cut off. This is law now. And it should be. And so some you, countries so you have no fingers. Some you countries can't spoil anything. you steal things and you get a hand cut off. So yeah. I think if you're stealing yeah. my experience of enjoying this show the way it's meant to be enjoyed, you should lose a finger. There you go. Yep. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> Absolutely. You got ten chances to not spoil things. That's it. Yep. Then you start taking toes. Yes, and then finally after that, it's your penis. <laughs> yep. I mean, you could click with that. So yeah. You could yeah. spoil a lot of things with a penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's early. It's yes. early, guys. It's early. Six minutes in. Yep. Um, about the Book of Boba Fett, I guess we'll do as tradition demands. Uh, and I'll guess your rating for episode six, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Which I immediately knew who the stranger was. I saw the title. And when the episode started, I knew who the stranger was. Nice. I was like, oh, I know who it is. I didn't. Because it was not. I knew that it wasn't going to be, and I'm off on the rating already, but I knew it wasn't going to be Cobb Vanth when he's the first character you see in the episode. Right. I was like, okay. And then I started well, thinking, I and I was like, ah, because I know who it is. It says stranger, and Cobb Vanth has been in the show. Yeah. So I'm like... Well, it's not him. He's he's an ally. He's a friend at this point. Yeah, I knew who it was going to be. Which, I, I which didn't know sucks who it was going to be because I was already planning on it. But oh well. Um, your rating for the episode? We've we've actually done really well over the past few days. We've said jack shit about the book of Boba Fett, Bupkis. Like as oh, far right. as I have no clue because we've said nothing. No, nothing at all. And I'm I'm going to struggle with. Your rating on this one, because I I know I already know where you're going to stand as far as the show goes. I don't know where you stand as far as the episode goes, which you shouldn't have to stand between the two. So I'm going to say six for you. 
uh, Dead Middle Ground, five. I gave it a five. Five out of five. Yeah, five. No, 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 <laughs> not even a five out of a five. Hell no. Five out of like 25. Now, 50%, five out of Pity 10. Pity. Pity, Pity, right down the middle. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would think you probably gave it a seven. I do give it a seven. Yes. That's correct. I'm getting good at this. And I got, it, I'm one for 14. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, we can go ahead and say it now because it's all downhill from here. Um, I don't give it... See, they, they ruin their grace period. And I gave last episode a 10. They ruin their grace period in the sense of this episode for me would be higher. But you ruined your grace period of making an episode in a show about a title character that once again doesn't have the title character. So the stars come off, just fall right off. Which, before we get into the meat of the episode or anything else, I'll I'll just say this. Why was the title of this Mm. show The Book of Boba Fett? Because I'd have no issues if it wasn't. Just that's what I've been make talking it about. Something else, like so. We listen to Star Wars Time Show, and they listen to interviews. I didn't, so I didn't know this. So the plan was already to do a whole like Clone Wars, Bad Batch, all these things. Do the same thing with live action. So they all intertwine. Okay, fine. I didn't know that, but I know that now. I feel like you didn't name this season the Mandalorian because it's not about Din Jaren. So you're looking for another title or something. So you go with the book of Boba Fett, but it's not about Boba Fett. So no, my, my sole issue with everything is just the expectation that was built mm-hmm. and the title given and the show something else. It's like, well, well, why'd you title it that? That's what, that's now, what I'm not a great writer. So I don't know what the title could have been. If you didn't want it to be the Mandalorian, cause it's not about him. But shouldn't have made it the Book of Boba Fett because it's you literally not could have called him. the show not the Mandalorian. That would have been a hundred percent okay. Yeah, I mean, there's you got something the Mandalorian, else. and then you got not the Mandalorian, right? And I'm going to watch it. But you called it Book of Boba Fett. It's it's dumb. If yeah. I if I go to the library and pick up Martha Stewart's big book of cooking, <laughs> it's not going to give me driving tips. Right. It's going to give me <laughs> cooking instructions. And if it is nothing but driving driving tips, hey, these may be some handy tips. I may learn a lot from it. But that's not but that's what, not what the book was supposed to be about. Right. That's not what I thought the book was going to be about. I needed yeah. to learn how to cook. Correct. You named the show The Book of Boba Fett. You had no business calling it that. No. This is what I was trying not to say the other day. I was saying it to Jeff. It's the same problem I had with – well, one of the problems I had with The Suicide Squad. They Yeah, they said don't get attached to these people, but they advertised 17 new characters with tremendous actors. So you're getting excited to see how the story is going to be told. You expect a lot of them to die, but you don't expect them to all die in the first 10 minutes of the movie. I felt tricked into watching the movie, and that's how I felt about Book of Boba Fett. I've been been tricked into watching it. I didn't feel that way about Suicide Squad. I do feel that way about Book of Boba Fett. Because you you have 30 years of fans that are like, oh, cool, Boba Fett's getting a show. Yeah. It's called The Book of Boba Fett, which implies a story about Boba Fett. And all these people I see online that are like... Actually, if you watch it and pay attention and you know the lore, it's all about Boba Fett. It's just told in a way that you have to know the lore to get it or whatever. Like, no, fuck off. Well, that's not true. You have two episodes 
in the middle of a seven-episode show that he's not even in. He's in one scene of the second episode, and he says three lines of dialogue, which yeah, is what for like 30 everybody seconds. else's complaint about the Return of the Jedi. How do you like him so much? All he has <laughs> is three lines of dialogue. No, f- f- just fuck everybody. I'm so mad. It's uh, a decent episode, yeah, but it should be in The Mandalorian Show, or it should be in a show not called The Book of Boba Fett. That's my hang-up. I, I really love this episode. But, like I said, the grace period... Yeah, you, you had my grace with one. You have seven episodes. Yeah, and then you We're do now, you do this basically. on five and six. Yeah, on a show that Boba Fett is already kind of mediocre. So now you have one episode to make him cool again. And as far and everybody says, well, that's your fault because you built expectations on what Boba Fett should be when you never should have built those expectations. Well, that's irrelevant. That, that is irrelevant because... The show's about this character and he's not in yeah, it. Everybody loves the character and you want to make that argument. Everybody made these assumptions. Fine. But everybody assumes that he's a badass. We don't, we don't know because we just have this movie and the expanded universe to go off of. But we assume he's a badass. Now you're bringing the character back. You're giving him his own show. You can choose not to make him... Not a badass, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, like you, any story you want to tell, the expectation is that he's a badass, and this is what you decided to do. Yes, yeah, he he still doesn't bother me as far as his badassery. I wish we would have seen him do more, but his badassery hasn't changed for me. No, it, it hasn't. But you got you robbed the audience of two episodes to see it, right? Because I fully expect the final episode for him to just fucking wreak yeah, havoc. But I, I'm at, this is me personally. This is just me. I'm almost at the point where I don't care. Like, I'm almost oh, at no. the point that I don't want the figures, the Hot Toys figures. I almost don't want them. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm fucking pissed. Wow. Yeah. I want, I'm still going to buy them because the only good thing they've given me is Tamora Morrison looks amazing as Boba Fett. The armor and the robes look awesome. I still want the figures. But the show has done nothing for my love of the character at all. Not since episode two with the uh, Tuscans. That was awesome. That was super cool. The train robbery scene, that was cool. That was five fucking episodes ago. Well, I mean, episode four, when he kills the Nikto biker gang. Oh, yeah, that 30-second scene. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. You're going to hate anything that is said about the episode from here on. I enjoyed the episode. I did. I'm I'm ranting about that. I'm still hung up on the... Oh, I get it. It's Boba Fett's show. But it's not. Not just once, but twice in a row... You made it follow Mando, which is fine. Whatever. Mando is a cool character. He's an awesome character. Um, aside from that, dude, Ahsoka kind of pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> she's like, and I get it. I get what she's going for. But she's like, if you go up there and see him, it's going to be really hard for him to let go. And like, you really don't, you think that's going to be harder than him knowing Mando was there and didn't get to see him? Yeah. Because you know you're going to give Grogu the thing, and he's going to think Mando is here, but he didn't come see me. Yeah, that's that's going to be a little bit harder, I think. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far I jumped ahead. Probably a bit, right? Quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. I'm trying to think if there's anything important. I mean, you have the Cobb Vanth killing the Pikes. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Cobb Vanth, he, he Cobb just, Vanth is awesome. I didn't expect to see him again. I didn't either. I certainly didn't expect to see him in Boba Fett, which is weird. I should have because it's on Tatooine. Right. But it just didn't cross my mind. And there he is. And he's immediately, there he is, like, oh, Timothy Oliphant's back. Yes. And one thing I want to say that I didn't realize is Cobb Vanth is a character created by Chuck Wendig. 
who mm. in in the aftermath cool. books. And I will say this because fuck you, Disney. You guys have a habit of doing this, and it's getting insane. And Chuck Wendig tweeted about this, about how you put in the end credits of things, the special thanks to the creators and the artists for things that you use. And Chuck Wendig did not, did not, and has not gotten a credit. No, oh, that sucks for Top Vanth. It's like, what are you doing, Disney? This guy wrote books for you. Yeah, created this amazing character that everyone now loves. Yeah, because and you're he, not did, he didn't just credit? write Star Wars books. He wrote Star Wars books that are canon with the Disney yes. universe. Yes, they are. They're yep. Disney books. Yeah. So yeah, because I saw credit. that on Twitter and I was like, oh wow, fuck you, Disney. I'm surprised people aren't outraged by that because, like, you know how the nerd community how they are about Bill Finger and Batman. Yeah, like people went nuts about Batman vs Superman. Right? It was Batman vs Superman that gave him credit. Yeah. Yeah. Even Kevin Smith had an episode where he was like, finally, somebody gives him some credit. Yeah. Because he helped create this beloved character. Mm -hmm. It's it's Bill Finger, right? Because it's the other guy that took the credit and Bill Finger got no credit, right? Or do I have it backwards? Um, I'm trying to remember. I I think it's Bill Finger that never got credit on all the other Batman movies. He never got credit. I don't remember, but Batman for Superman finally gave him credit, and fans went nuts. It's either it's Bill Finger, uh, Bob Kane. Bob, yeah, Bob Kane always gets credit. Bill Finger never does. I can't, yeah, I can't remember which is which. I, but yeah, pretty sure. But anyways, and fans have been outraged because even before Batman for Superman, I had talks with JJ and some other people, and they talked about how Bill Finger never gets credit. He never got credit. Blah blah, and everybody was outraged. And yeah. now you have Star Wars, which is every bit as big as DC, oh, if, if it's not probably, bigger. Yeah. You know, I mean, DC's been around longer, but the Star Wars fan base has exploded, and they've only exploded even more over the last couple of years. Yeah, because a lot of people are introducing their kids to Star Wars. Yep. Like, uh, I was talking to my brother who said one of his coworkers had never seen any Star Wars. And he's, he saw, they have Disney Plus. And so he's there with his kids, and they started watching The Mandalorian. So he's like, wow, this is awesome. So then he watched all the Mandalorian, and then he caught up on the book of Boba Fett and wanted to go back. And so he's watched one through six. And Nate was like, don't watch the sequels. No, don't. But the guy's like, well, my kids want to watch them. We're going to watch them anyway. But the the point is that people are showing their kids now. Like people that didn't know Star Wars, didn't grow up with Star Wars, now have kids. And they're showing their kids Star Wars. So you're going to have this next generation of kids that are going to love Star Wars. So no. the fan base is just growing. Yeah. And not only that, but now I think about it, it, pro- it actually makes more sense because DC started out as reading material, the comic books. Yes. So people read the comic books with Bill Finger's name on it, Bob Kane's name on it. Um, and then the movies came out. And then people, obviously, who have been reading for years, like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. With Star Wars, it was all, it was movies first. Yep. And how many Star Wars fans are actually reading the books right. now? And the difference in, as far as the brand of something like DC or Marvel is, Marvel's also created a universe where kids want to watch it. So you're growing your brand and it's becoming a massive thing. Yes. DC's brands all over the place. Yeah. So who knows? As far as fan base goes, overall, I would say Star Wars is probably the biggest. Yep. Up there with the MCU. MCU might be bigger. Both the Disney properties. Oh, yeah. Big and massive. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, yeah, that does bum me out a little bit because that's an amazing character. 
Yeah. And I, I love Cobb Vanth. Yeah. I didn't expect to see him. But like I said, as soon as I saw him, I knew. Yeah. And I, I think too much. It was like, I didn't want to know. But in my mind, I'm like, this is who we're going to see. And it's because we've talked about it on the show for the last two weeks. Right. So I knew we were going to. I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be him. And it was, which we'll get to. I'm sure you've seen it. You probably know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. The big twist. Twisty. Twisty. Um. Wow, that, that does have a lot of head. That Heffenstaffenhofer. Beer. Lager. Open Heffenhofen. Um, other than starting out, he blasts the pipes. Just don't get lost in my territory again. All that good shit. And then what does it do? It moves on to... I can't remember. I've only seen it the one time. Does it move Where on? Where do we go from Move here? on directly to Mando landing at Planet What's It Call It? I think it does. Um, Seeing R2 was awesome. Oh, I, like, oh, I, I yes. immediately tears welled up. Yep. Like, R2. R2. And there's a cool moment where R2's passing behind his ship. And you can see, because the, the I saw it immediately. I'm like, ah. Um, you can see R2's head just in the little compartment back there. So it's like he's in the fighter again. Oh, what, like a reflection? He, or as he's he going past it? Okay. Yeah, he passes behind that thing and his head's right there. That's cool. It's like, oh, R2's back in the, in one. That's wizard. It's wizard and everything else is. Yeah. Yeah, what, uh, what planet is Luke on? Is this the one you think where the, I don't know the name of it, where he the academy that goes haywire in the sequels is? I don't think so. I hope not. He's got all those cool construction robots building things, yeah. which... And I feel like the if he was, if he awesome. was here for thirty years, he'd have a lot more than just a little temple on an island with those construction robots. So I don't think so. I mean the one where he was training the academy that got destroyed by Kylo in the Knights of Ren. Oh, before I, he took off. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I mean probably. I've uncanonized that in my mind, probably, but I wonder if this is the place. It probably is. They're probably built into that. Yeah, that's not. I, and I'm sorry if anyone likes him. Great and good on you. I, that, that's cool. I'm glad you find enjoyment. Um, personally, I. I've decanonized the sequels in my mind. Oh, yeah. And the more I keep them out, the happier I am. My therapist said it's good for my mental health. Yes. But I did wonder, I'm like, crap, is he building the academy that will eventually get destroyed by his nephew that he tries to murder in his fucking sleep? You know, as mm. a Jedi would do. Yeah, as Luke Skywalker would oh, do. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. But I did wonder that. I'm like, I wonder if this is the academy. I bet it is. Or if he builds multiple. I don't know. I, I can't know. He has like a franchise <laughs> across the planets. Taking uh, huge enrollment fees. Just making oh, bank. Yeah, making bank. Uh, Luke owns that island he was exiling on. That's what it is. <laughs> it's his vacation. He summers it's, there. He summers there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I did have one thought. And it's me looking too far into it, I'm sure. You know, most people would say, don't get caught up on something that small. But for me, I immediately thought this. And that's how did Din know where to go? Like, how did he know? Like, did Luke literally tell him, yeah, I'm going here? I mean, I guess he could have. It just seems like a weird thing to tell him. Yeah, especially because you want to separate him yeah, from Grogu. That's a good point. Never thought about it. I wondered, like, how did Din know where he was? Good. I'm starting to hope there's some plot holes in Din Jaren's story. I'm starting to, yeah, he really pissed me off. <laughs> He's too good. Um, That's a good question. Yeah, I, I did wonder that immediately. I'm like, he lands and everything. I'm like, wait, wait a tick. Wait a tick. How did he know where to go? So I like, I'm sure that Luke told him. I just don't know why he would. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, because he's taking him away, hopefully yeah. for good. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, Luke couldn't have told him. We see the you see entire Luke. bit of screen yeah. time they have together. We see it. So, yeah. He sent him a text. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Galactic text message. Come over here, bro. That they couldn't use in the sequels. New phone, who does? To figure out where. I do think it was a nod to the sequels and the stupidity of them when R2 just shuts off to not give Din any information. Yeah. About what, I think that was them just trying to salvage any kind of anything they could, which, I mean, good on you guys for trying, but the sequels are bad. But yes, it do, it I did st- think it was cool in this episode. I still where R2 didn't. is just like, nope, fuck you, I'm out. I still didn't. It still bothered me. Like, he just, okay, done. All you had to do is not lead him to Luke. Lead him to this bench and sit there and wait. No, I'm going to shut off. Like, Yep. Here we go with this again. He's like, fuck you, guy. No, I'm out. I'm taking a nap right quick. Oh, yeah. Droid's got a nap. Yeah. Um, and then Mando's like, hey, droid. <laughs> like, we're all like, that's R2 to you, sir. Right? He's like, hey, you droid. watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> and then the robot's building a little bench. Mr. Dr. Professor R2 to you. He's, um, he's seen some shit. He, he's seen the shit. Yeah. He's been there for it all. Then Ahsoka shows up, which yeah, surprised me. did surprise me. But I guess it shouldn't have. It really shouldn't have because it's... Well, it's Dave Filoni. I said That's it, true. I said That's it episodes true. ago. It's Dave Filoni. Yeah. N- no character matters more than the characters are created himself. Yeah. Everybody and I can't else, blame him. I'd do the every, same damn thing if I was him. I, I would, but my new stuff, like, like we talked about before, like if I was J.J. Abrams, I never would have brought the original characters into it. I would have made all new characters, told a whole new story. Then I could do whatever I wanted to do. But now you've got characters like Luke. You've got characters like Boba Fett. You've got classic characters with massive fans that are taking back seats to your characters because your characters are more important than anybody else's characters. Well, I wouldn't say anyone's taking and, a back seat to Ahsoka. Not in the live action. Oh, not yet. She's she's Well, when she gets her own show, no one can take mm-hmm. a back seat. It's her show. No, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But she's in the live action because... Her show will get a lot more love and attention than Boba Fett's did. I wonder who's going to... I'm sure Dave will write that show, which means it'll probably be better. Just because he's writing it and not Jon Favreau. Which I have nothing against Jon Favreau. No, the only thing... I I just think he wrote... I just think he... I don't don't even think he poorly wrote this show outside of the mod gang. I just think he structured it badly. So so say this. Would this have helped your perception of the show? If it starts with Boba Fett's uh, time of the Tuscans, and that's the first episode. Then the second episode shows Din Djarin do the whole Clatoonian thing and armor thing. Then he goes back to Boba Fett. Um... Healing up in the Bacta tank, and then we get the rest of the episode with him doing his Tatooine stuff. Then the third episode cuts to Cobb Vanth and his time with the Pikes, and then finishes out Din Djarin's arc where he comes back and gets the N1, and then goes back and finishes Mando getting Black Chrysanthemum. And then the fourth episode shows Din Djarin and Luke and all them, and then catches up Boba and Finnick saying they need muscle. And the fifth episode, she hires Din. And then we move on to six and seven. Like, basically, you take all the pieces that are here, minus the mod gang, and you yeah, just shuffle them around to where it's a more cohesive... The, the, the biggest difference you just made, though, is you just told six episodes of 
this, what we got, and you told it in five episodes. <laughs> right. So I've got two more episodes True. of moving forward, Boba yes. Fett and whatnot. Which would be fine. Which would have been awesome. You could have done that. But I'm saying if you take – I feel like they were trying to, to hide all these reveals. Uh-huh. So they wrote the show poorly because they wanted these big bang moments where you could have mixed it all together. So Boba gets less screen time from the get-go, but that's fine because he's sprinkled into every episode, not just cut out altogether. Right. I also think it would have been better for me personally here if you could you could have sprinkled Din Jaren stuff into the other story. Like, hey, here's Boba Fett on Tatooine talking to his gang, and then the conversation's over. Boom. His, here's Din Jaren hunting down a bounty. You know what I mean? No, I agree. That's yeah, what go, I'm saying. Go back Shows him to the Clatoonians, yeah, you know? I don't need a whole episode. Agreed. With that's Boba what I'm saying. Fett not in it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You could you could run all these storylines together. Parallel. Yep. And I got you. I thought you were meaning that you just put the episodes in different order and have no, no. no, no, no. But yeah, I'm absolutely. saying take these bits from the story yeah, and mix and match them, and then you have a more cohesive story. Very much. You have less Big Bang moments, but you don't because you still have the Big Bang moments. They're yep. just in and every then, episode. In one episode, I get to see what Boba Fett's doing and what Din Djarin's exactly. doing for a whole episode. Yeah, the 100%. first, the entire first episode could have been just Boba with the Tuscans, and I'd have been fine with that. And then the second episode then starts sprinkling everything together, just mixing and matching these storylines until we get to where we are now. Yeah. I, I feel like it was just – it. not that the whole thing was poorly written. It was poorly structured. You could have that. told it in a different way that, that made me not get upset when you just pivoted. Pivot. 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 Straight up pivot to no Boba Fett. Yep. It's fine, though, because it seems like I'll be the only person in America who takes the stance I've taken, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to die on this hill. No, no, I'm going to say, it's like we've talked about already. As a season, it's it's probably going to fail for me. Like, I'll rate the overall season when it's finished, and it's probably not going to have good rating solely because of the title and the structure. Yeah. You structure it differently or title it differently, and we're not having this conversation. But you didn't. And here we are. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't think we're being overly critical. There are a lot of Star Wars fans out there that are complete dicks with this stuff. Yeah. Like, they hate everything no matter what you do. I don't think we're being that way. And there's other guys who love everything no matter what you do. If you have a problem with it, then you're just a bitch. Right. Well, no, you're allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to have their opinion. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to align with mine. It doesn't have to align with yours. But I like to think we're pretty honest and middle of the road i mean we're willing to adapt one way or the other but i think so if if i have an issue with something i'm calling it out yeah and, and I, I have an issue have with an the issue. title of this show yeah, if nothing show, else yeah. and i don't know like i said i don't and know what you could everybody's have called talking it. like well they said forever go it's gonna be part of the mando universe and that's fine <laughs> fine whatever just do, don't title do the crossovers. show book of boba fett book of boba fett for, for one, calling it having Boba Fett in the title is bad enough, but calling it the book of Boba Fett right. it's like, heavily what, what? implies that it's going to be a story where he's the main character, right? And he's not. And people like the guy I read the the one guy's comment like, "You really need to pay attention if you know the lore. The whole thing's about Boba Fett." No, it's not. He's a co-character in the show, right? I mean, not only he, that, but if you've read the he's lore, he's not the main character of the show. How does well, he he is, but that's the problem. Like, he has been for four episodes. 
And then they just pivot to where he's not in it at all. Yeah, which makes it worse because it's like, okay, I was watching a Boba Fett show. Right. I had issues, but I was watching it. And now I'm not. Right. So he's still the main character. You just canceled him halfway through well, and just, he went on to other He doesn't things. feel like the main character. No, not now. That's, that's what I'm right. saying, yeah. Because even when he is the main character, if you look at any standard story, he's the main character during the stages of the of the foundation, the laying of the story. Yeah. Then you get to a big climactic moment, and he's not the main character anymore. Din Djarin is. Yeah. Grogu is. Luke is. Yeah. You get these awesome moments completely devoid of him. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't feel like a main character in, in his own show. No, not now. He doesn't. No. Um. To me. Yeah, I don't know. You could have titled it. it could, you, Tatooine Wars, right? Or something, you know, right? I don't know, but it's it's the title. It's the title and the structure because had they kept the structure the same, Ballad of Moss Eisley. Yeah, right. Something. Had they kept the structure the same and still titled it something different, I'd have been I would more still okay have it, an yeah. issue with the structure. I think. Yeah, I'd have been more okay. But with I would it. have been more okay with it. Yeah. Um. On to Luke, though, which was awesome, and Bravo. They hired the so after we saw Luke in the Mandalorian. Finale. Um, there was a guy that went in online and fixed the CG on Luke. Yeah, I saw that. They hired that guy. Well, hopefully they hire the other guy then too. What? Oh, really? I don't have any issues at all. Like I don't. I don't. What the end of this episode? Yeah, no. Oh, none. I got a couple. I, I don't want it to look like a cartoon. No, I want it no, to look no, like no, real no, life. no, 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 no. I get you on that. Yeah, I'm oh, fine okay. with that. We're talking about something else. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're talking about the same thing, but for different okay. reasons. We'll get there. Um, as far as the Luke thing goes, this is phenomenal. The only time where I saw issues was his teeth. Yeah. Um, other than that, the face itself was it's phenomenal. Amazing. Unreal. But the teeth were eh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, His teeth. You know the ones you I mean. Know. The, uh, one thing that disappoints me, though, and I didn't realize this until reading it, I think last night, is the voice that they came up with for him is not... They didn't bring Mark Hamill in, which I get it. He's old. He sounds different. He doesn't sound young. They didn't bring him in to do voices and then mess with it. They took everything he says and does, they took from old things Mark Hamill has done. Oh. They took some words from like audiobooks and some words from this and that and put them together and then used a, I don't even know what you call it, AI or something to then, like, any time where he sounded too old to, to scale it back down to the same you place. Clark? I'm serious. It's weird. It's kind of creepy when you read it. It's like, how can you do that? That's, yeah, it's weird. Especially because they. I mean, I, it kind of makes sense. I thought it sounded great. I thought he sounded but awesome. But they credit Mark Hamill in the episode. So I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. They brought Mark Hamill back. But they can't bother to credit Chuck Wendig for right. creating Cobb Van. Yeah. You, you credit a guy who's not even here. Yeah, right? Did but, nothing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I read that last night. I was like, that's kind of creepy. Like, how, how you did that. That's how I feel about like all this talk. And everybody's so excited about it, about how they're going to start using deep fakes in movies. And you're not going to be able to tell who's real and who's fake. Like, they'll be able to put Princess Light in a Star Wars movie, and, mm-hmm. and everyone's on board. And I'm like, please don't. You know? I Carrie Fisher is not here. I don't want to see Princess Leia. I, you can do it in an animated thing, sure. But... Like, I would like to see her. I, I don't. But I, not... Like, I... And, and I don't think this is even possible. 
But like as much as I love what they've given us with Luke, minus the sequels, just in these TV shows, I still don't think it's sustainable for an entire film or show. No. You know, you have to do it in small doses. Yeah. So I would like to see Princess Leia in a very small dose, but I don't want to see a lot. Right. Like here or there, just, you know, she's still there. She's still in the universe. We get that. Yeah, I see but that. But then... Don't 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 devote a, a ton of time no, to it. Absolutely if you're not. gonna devote a ton of time to Luke, you need to find a real actor like Sebastian Stan and use them. Yes. This deep fake stuff is cool. It's not sustainable for a long time. I I don't think. Technology's going nuts, so I don't know. Yeah, it's getting insane. Um one thing I, yeah, no, I'm not gonna go to that yet. Um, just as far as the Luke Grogu training things go, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I t- to talk about what I'm thinking, I'd also have to jump to the end of the episode. I don't know. I guess we can. We'll just intermix. Whatever it is, what it is. I fully think when he shows him the mithril. And then shows him Yoda's lightsaber. Yeah. A hundred percent, he's choosing Mando. Absolutely. Um, But I wish he wouldn't. Which, you have the sequel problem to why he's definitely choosing Mando. Because if he stays with Luke, where is he? Yeah. Or where is he when all that shit happens? Dead. Yeah, right. He's got to be dead. So that's a problem. Which sucks. That's why if I decanonize it, my mind can go nuts, but it can't because I know. Um, but he'll choose Mando, but I wish he would choose the lightsaber. Something about me just wishes he would go off and continue Jedi's as I know them and not destroy them as the sequels do. Right. If you have somebody who was alive during the Clone Wars training Jedi, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, in a perfect world, he chooses would- the lightsaber. And then Luke says, you know, you pass the test, whatever, gives him the mithril, and then they both go help Boba Fett and Mando. Like, in a perfect world. Yeah, no. But it's not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you have to choose between me and him. Oh, you choose me? Cool. Let's go help him. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> that's, what babe, that's what Grogu should have told him. Right? Yeah, I'll, right? Do what I must, I will. Huh? <laughs> what? Uh, one thing, speaking of that, when Luke's telling him about Yoda... He's like, he's spoken riddles and all this. So we're supposed to then, based on that, believe that while Grogu was in the temple, he didn't really communicate with Yoda. Which is weird, seeing how few of that species there is. That's true. Either that or Grogu has mind-blocked everything that happened. So yeah. maybe Luke's just trying to or open it up. Grogu could have like just arrived at the temple for his training. He could be been like a super new recruit. Yeah. Well, no, because no, he, he knows he, how you he's do been, these things. He's been trained. Yeah. Yeah. He's just blocked it all out. Yeah. Because you of think the trauma. Luke would say, you remind me of Yoda. He'd be like, Whoa, I know that guy. Yeah. And, and maybe it's Luke trying to, because I think after that is when he, and I don't remember, but maybe that's how it worked. Luke says that nothing happens, and then Luke talks about helping him remember. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was Luke trying to jar his memories, like this isn't working. Let's help you remember. But I don't remember the chain of events yeah, or maybe, exactly how it plays out. Maybe that's even the reason he brought Yoda up. Because if Ahsoka told him he was that's at the I'm temple, saying, yeah. then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Luke's trying to get him to remember. Yep. Which, speaking of that, 
that was seeing the 501st decimate yeah. the Jedi's Vader's fist. Yeah. <sighs> awesome. The 501st. Yeah. Killing all the Jedi's. Oh, yeah. Kill them all. And the younglings. I'm still curious who saves uh, Grogu, though. I'm still curious, too. I really thought we'd get a glimpse there, but you don't see nothing but his I, eyes. I wish we would have, because now if you try to shoehorn it into the next episode, it's not going to feel right. No. Like, so now we're just waiting to find out. We're waiting for another flashback. Yeah. That, that at this point, you have one episode left. You can't shoehorn that in. It's not going to work. So that, that, yeah, I wish they would have showed who saved him. Well, especially because if the, if the last episode spends any time on Luke and Grogu at all, I'm pissed. Yeah, it shouldn't. It, we have no time left. No, we've got none. We have war time. We said last week <laughs> that the last two episodes need to focus on I, Boba. Yep. And what did we get? Because what did we say last More week? More Mando and Luke. It not feel right to see Mando go. To do exactly to what the episode yeah. did. And it didn't feel right. I loved to see it, but it's why stars come off the episode because it doesn't feel right in the context of the show we're watching. Yeah. It doesn't fit. Um, I don't know. Because I'm sorry, but I'm forced to ask this question. I'm forced to ask this question that I don't want to ask. If the main driving force of the story that they're building is Mando, right? It's all the quote-unquote Mandoverse now. Then, really, the entirety of the Book of Boba Fett is completely unnecessary. Completely. You could have done with Boba Fett like you did in episode or season two of Mando, and you could have had him as the crime lord in the Mando season three. I agree with you that. You could have had them cross paths then. You could have had these episodes in season three of Mando, and then Boba could have done the same thing he did in the last season of Mando. Just show Here's up why, when the story needs him to show up. And I was going to wait to spell say it now. Here's why I think they decided to title it the Book of Boba Fett, and they decided all this even though they screwed up the way it plays out, I think the reason they focused on Boba is because, and this is just me shoehorning my theories, but I think by the end, Boba will be the one to take the Darksaber to rule Mandalore. I hope so. And so I feel like you had to title this episode for Boba because he's going to be super important in the future in the fact that he's going to be the ruler of Mandalore. So their thought process was that. I hope so, because everyone's, and that's why, everyone's that's like, why. Ma- everybody is, Mando's taking over Mandalore. Mando's going to be the, no, like, chance. no, no chance. No Absolutely chance. I'll say not. that even if it's not Boba, I'll say right now, and I'll die on this hill, there's a 99% chance Din Djarin does not rule Mandalore. No. And it should be, it could be 100 for me, but I'll say 99% chance that he does not. He's not going to do it. No, I don't think so. No, no chance. Not and, happening. And honest, I really think it's going to be Boba Fett. I hope it is. And if it's not, then it needs to go back to Bo-Katan. In my, in my, well, I mean, there's probably a hundred different Mandalorians still alive. Yeah. It could be. Better than Bo-Katan. Yeah. She failed once. But, but she, she didn't f- have the Darksaber by, by right. combat. Yeah. yeah. Um, Creed or whatever. But as far, as far as like personal preference for me as characters that we know and love, if you're going to any of them, I want it to be Boba Fett. Yeah. Then I want it to be Bo-Katan. Mando would be last. I don't want it to be Mando. And I feel like it should be Boba Fett. Also because of the breaking of tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Like the children of the watch shouldn't be a thing anymore. They're too archaic. Boba could break up that tradition that is has stagnated the Mandalorian race or planet, whatever. He could break up that tradition if he was the ruler. Someone not of what pure blood or whatever, yes. you know? A mudblood. Yeah, someone that wouldn't be considered a Mandalorian still rules Mandalore. That'd be cool of it. Yeah. And I th- honestly, I think Fear that's why. Small. 
No. But I think that's why this was titled The Book of Boba Fett and why they wasted their time in the other episodes. It really feels like filler now. Yeah. When you see the mod gang and the stupid waste of time, it all feels like filler. If you're right and it goes on to be this great thing, I could see myself still never watching season one again. So far, it's that's what I'm saying. Give me something I'll I don't... have to rate the season when yeah. it's done, and I can already tell you it's not going to be a good rating, no. even if the next episode is the greatest thing ever. Because I'm going to have four parts and three parts, and four parts I don't like and three parts I do. That's not, and the, the yeah. way it's balanced, the, the show overall is not going to be rated highly for me. And the three parts I do like, I remember. I don't need to go back and watch them exactly. if it's only three parts. Exactly. If it's all seven parts, if it's six parts. I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. Three parts. Yeah, episodes one through four, I'll probably never watch again. Yeah, I'm with you. Except maybe episode four, because I love when he kills that biker. Maybe I'll just watch that scene. <laughs> just get on the he old just YouTube. brings down the slave one and just blasts him, and the look on his face is just rage. Yeah. But it also plays into what we said with the appearance of the stranger from the desert. Yeah. That that gang did not... Kill the Tuscans. That also explains how the Tuscans were taken out without leaving any bodies behind. Yes. Because Cad Bane is one of the best. Oh, yeah. Of the best. Yeah. And he killed them all. He killed them all. And he killed them hard. The women. Not not just the the men. But the women and the children. He slaughtered them like animals. They were animals. And he slaughtered them like animals. He hates them. (laughs) It's all Boba's fault. He's holding me back. That is going to be an interesting thing yeah. when him and Boba meet again. Now, uh, so, yeah, I'm wonder. I'm wondering. I'm going to say it. I think Boba kills Cad Bane. I think they go that route that there was that scrapped storyline from the Clone Wars. They brought Cad Bane back to kill him. To I Boba thought the Fett same thing, him. but then I thought, would they kill a character that everyone likes so much? So that's where I don't know if they would, but I hope that they do. I think I think they do. I I I'm would really it. yeah. I that's what do. happens. Which, Cad Bane gets killed. I hope they do, because it's something that I don't think anyone would expect. No, nope. it's too popular, which is why they should kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him dead. Because my my opinion is kill him or give him his own show. Because Cad Bane's an awesome character, but so this is just me. I don't want to look at him for a whole, for a whole season. I don't like it. He's scary. No, not that. It's um. So like when he first looks out in the desert and you see the silhouette. Yeah. The first thing I'm like, who's that? Because it's just like a line. You can't see the trench coat right. or anything. You can't see the shape. And I'm like, what? Who's this person walking through the desert? Whatever. And then he gets a little bit closer. And I'm like, oh, please, please be Cad Bane. Oh yeah. Please be Cad Bane. Then it gets close enough where you can see blue. And I'm like. Fuck yeah. Yep. It's Cad Bane. Yes. The show is great again. It's Cad Bane. <laughs> then he starts talking and I'm like, please be a different gross. Don't, don't be Cad Bane. I don't, I don't like it. They use the voice actor from no, the animated he's show. He's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. I don't like the way he talks. His, his mouth movements. He's, he's got these sharp. This is me being very nitpicky. I know that. I'm admitting it right now. Yeah. But he's got these very sharp ass teeth for some reason. He, looks he like, does in the shows. He's got two fangs. He's oh, got, no. he's got canine sharp. teeth. They're not like that. Sharp. He looked like the mouth of Sauron out I there. I just watched the Clone Wars. Yeah. They're all sharp. But he, all right. I know nobody else can see me, but he doesn't talk. <laughs> well, it's FX. He he looks like the mouth of Sauron to me. His mouth is right. so open. And in the show, he talks very calm and collective. His mouth barely moves. Which you can only like, do with CG. 
But right. you either have a real character act it or you CG the whole thing. I'll take FX every day over CG. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. And the, I, the and the fact nobody else is bothered by it at all. Everybody else that I've seen, people are bothered about how light blue he is. That doesn't bother me a bit. No. Like he's older. And not only it that, makes sense but, to me that he'd be a slightly different color. Not only that, but it's the lighting. Because if you he's actually bright, watch it, bright sun, yeah. when his his brim sh- covers his face, he's just as blue as you remember. When is he it? raises it up, he oh, becomes light blue. I didn't notice it's that. It's just the lighting. It's lighting on an FX makeup on a real thing. This is how he would look in real life. Unlike Dooku, looks weird as fuck in the Clone Wars. He does. But in real life, he looks like Christopher Lee. Yeah. Because there's a difference in animation and FX. And or, FX. or a real human. Or a real human. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, his, his mouth, I did feel like moved weird, yeah. but for me, it didn't bother me because it, I realized this is a guy in prosthetics. He still so. have to open his mouth that far. You you can keep it a little closed, buddy. <laughs> With them teeth? Yeah. Have you ever put on Barry Bob nah, teeth nah, when nah. you were a kid? <laughs> You're talking to him. Every one of them teeth. Nothing you can do about it. You didn't have to put them on. <laughs> Back to that. So we just have him with standard, perfect teeth. Perfect human teeth. Absolutely. He got some work done. It's Tatooine. There's monitors everywhere. Just take him out. He's old now. He's missing all his teeth. No teeth at all. None. (laughs) Be careful with your tongue and now. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like I said, the the teeth, I don't know. Just He always came off to me as this cool, suave, Clint Eastwood kind of badass cowboy and now he seems like it's because the way he moves his mouth he's gritting his teeth the whole time he seems angry and he never seemed like that to me which again like i said i'm a willing to admit it's a nitpicky thing i don't like it yeah other than that i thought he was awesome i thought he sounded awesome i thought the outfit looked awesome I, the hands were weird a little bit like they obviously his arms are longer than humans so you can tell they're well not only that he has prosthetics hands mm-hmm um, I noticed when he is zooms in on him shooting the deputy, the Duro's fingers are long. Yeah. With it like a little, their, their fingertips the are bulbous. Yeah. 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 It's weird. It's cool. It's yeah, weird. I, was, I like it a hundred percent, but that's what I'm saying is when he's standing there in certain angles or when he's putting the gun away, you can tell they're yeah. prosthetic, they're fake or whatever, but I have no problem with it. Minus the teeth. They, they bothered me a little bit, but still seeing Cad Bane oh, live action so cool. is awesome. So and I knew the whole time and like he's winning this. So my question is is Cobb Vanth dead? No. He's not dead, but in my mind my my heart rate went up. Did he survive this episode just to die? Like is he laying yeah. there next episode like tell Boba to avenge me and tell he Boba, dies. I love him. <laughs> tell Boba I'm with you. I love, I love you. you. Yeah, I don't think Cobb Vanth's dead, but before the shootout, I was wondering. So my heart rate was elevated. Oh, because he I'm dropped. Like, oh, I mean, he shit. gets shot in the chest, and then he drops. And like, oh, yeah. they really brought Cab, Cobb Banth into an episode just to kill him. Yeah. But then the people are like, he's breathing. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So t- typical plot armor, the deputy's completely dead. Oh, he shoots him like 19 times. times. So, but, yeah. But the guy that we love, he survived the shot to the chest. He'll be fine. Perfect. Perfect. Um, if he survives this, I'm like, see, dude, you don't even need that best car. You're a boss. Right. Took the wind out of you a little bit, but you're alive. Oh, I'm winded. <laughs> um, it did look like he got shot in the right shoulder. It's possible. So if he did, he's not going to be any good in a fight. Nope. Going in the next episode, it's going to have to take place basically very Bo- short time Boba period after this. needs to take him in as a foundling and give him some armor. <laughs> yes. Yep. That fits him because that long torso, Boba's armor does not. 
<laughs> no. Does not. It cracks me up because, uh, uh, speaking of which, I saw uh, a picture of a, a new Boba Fett action figure, I think. I think it was. Like a Hasbro, whatever, whatever. But when you look on the back of it, the picture they used, because they do like the art style, the drawings, the pictures of Cobb Vanth in Boba's armor. The picture that's drawn is he's got red sleeves and a red scarf under the helmet. I'm like, what are you guys doing? That's Cobb Vanth. Boba doesn't wear a red shirt or a scarf. <laughs> that's that's Mando episode, season two. Cobb Vanth is who that is. But the action figure is Boba Fett. He's on the box art for yeah. Boba Fett figure? Yep. I was dying laughing. Like, what are you guys doing? Who's in charge of it's your... It's got to be Hasbro. Yeah. Only Hasbro could do something like that. awful, man. While they're making those Ghostbusters figures. Oh, gosh. I forgot about those. Thanks, buddy. Oh, bringing yeah. that back up. Oh, yeah. Um, I fully expect after next week's episode to get uh, an actual pre-order of the Cobb Van figure that they already showed off. Like you saw him in prototype form back oh, at... Oh, the six scale? Yeah. So I fully expect they'll they'll finally let you pre-order Yeah, I want to see... Just just put him up for pre-order so I can see what the face sculpt's going to look like. Because the only picture they have the coming soon is Cobb Banth with the helmet on. Like, no. I, if they offer I, him I without to, a sculpt, I'm, 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 I'm not buying him. No. I'm not buying him. He wears that armor for half an episode. Yeah. And as the first scene you see him in, he takes the helmet off. Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah. If you don't have a Timothy Elephant face sculpt, I'm not buying the figure. He does. I'm wh- not buying another set of Boba Fett armor. <laughs> I'm going to have enough. Right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, like you said, he does what everyone does when they have that Boba Fett armor, and they just take that helmet right off. Right? That's what Boba Fett's doing now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a prerequisite now for owning that armor. You take if that helmet wear, off. If you wear that outfit, it's Sans helmet. You speak, or it must have like residual acid in it where it's impossible to wear it's because it never goes on anyone's head. Nope. Not for a long period of time. Oh my gosh. But I think we're going to Cad Bane six scale. Do you? You and think so? Yeah. I mean, we won't get him until 2024, but they'll, Five. An- they'll announce him. 2025. Yeah. They'll announce him. He'll be set to release June, 2024 and he'll get pushed back to 2025. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because not, not getting him anytime soon. That's Sideshow's prerogative, or Hot Toys' prerogative now, or Sideshow. I don't know who, who's responsible for it, but guys, get your shit together. It's Hot Toys. Get your shit together. Yeah. No um, business announcing a figure six years before it releases, four years before it releases. Ugh. And third-party companies can't do. I don't. None of them have the guts to do Star Wars. Oh no, they'll be sued into oblivion. Yeah. Mickey Mouse doesn't fuck around. No. They can get away with the DC stuff all day, Susu, but no one has some the guts Marvel to stuff do Star too. Wars. Yeah, some Marvel stuff, yeah. And I think the reason they don't bother with that, going after companies like Susu, is there's too many Marvel characters. Yeah. They're not going to be able to make them all. And not only that, but Susu's doing like comic booky things. They're not doing, sure. you know, Taylor Kitsch, Gambit. Yeah. They're not doing yeah. Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Right. They're not doing, well, I don't know. The Those guys are from the... First class movies. Yeah, those are Toys Era. But, oh, those are Toys Era. That's right. But also, but still, they're from a, a, a version of the timeline where Disney's not interested in Fox X Men. That's true. So that's they true. can get away. Toys Era can get away with making those because that's a, that's a dead universe now. Yep. I think if you're doing stuff like that, then customs where it's where it's at, man. That's just like a 
Mezco and their their custom universe Batman and Joker and Two Face. The stuff they they created themselves is awesome. Instead of just doing a Christian Bale Batman, right, or a Ben Affleck Batman, or a Jared Leto Joker, or a mm-hmm. Aaron Eckert Two Face doing their own things, it's awesome. Oh yeah. But Star Wars, you can't. You can't. No, because if you do a Han Solo and it's not Harrison Ford, you can fuck right yeah, off. You've got to make canonical characters, yep. and Disney will find you and kill you and everyone you love. Yep. And part of that is because Star Wars doesn't have the multiple universes and multiple timelines and stuff like that. There's not a version of Han Solo that's not Harrison Ford. Except, I mean, obviously, Edridge Arkington. But he's supposed yeah. to grow up to become Harrison Ford, right? Which, ironically, I can see. Like, oh, I think he, he looks like he could it. grow up and be. I'm going to laugh it. in 40 years, and he looks exactly like Harrison Ford. And he's just as angry. And he's an asshole. To just everybody. as angry. Um, speaking he's, of which, he's going to be bitter and angry because they never gave him a solo too, and he's right? going to hold on to it for the next 40 years. Speaking of which, you have a ton of people saying that they're going to use that de aging thing because Harrison Ford was seen on set of the Book of Boba Fett. They're all saying he's going to show up in the final episode on Solo. I don't, I don't see it happening. But yeah, while I would love it, he's my favorite Star Wars character. It would make no sense. He has no love for Boba Fett at all. No reason to help Boba Fett. So him to show up would make zero sense. Zero. Yeah. For one, what what would Han Solo be going back to Tatooine for when Jabba's dead? And he did a lot of his. He got in a lot of trouble for smuggling for Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt's dead. Well, people are saying now Peeper, he's just smuggling. Yeah. He, people are saying people he's smuggling are. for the Trandosians or something. Yeah, people are saying that since he was on set, he's going to come back to help Boba Fett in the final I fight. I don't see that. But there's no, no reason for him to help Boba Fett ever. The, he should hate Boba Fett. You you can write. You can convince me. You can convince me that Boba Fett and Han Solo cross paths and work together. You can. You can't convince me that Han Solo goes to Tatooine specifically to help Boba Fett. He would have no reason to do so. We also can't convince me that they cross paths and do anything together after the events of Empire Strikes Back. Before, sure, they know each other. They obviously do. Yeah. But after the events of Empire and Return, there's no reason for <laughs> Han to like or want well, to help what, Boba that's Fett. That's what I'm saying. You, you can, At all. You can write. You can't. To me, you can write a story where they're reluctant allies because they're both caught in something together. And they have that typical, I hate your guts, but in order to get out of this, we have to work together. Yeah. You can't convince me that he goes to Tatooine specifically to help Boba. No. And it doesn't appear that he's on Tatooine at this point. No. So in order for that to happen, he would have to go to Tatooine knowing that Boba's in trouble and willing to help Boba, which I don't know. There's no way. Han smuggling spice for (laughs) the pipes. Then then we can have the whole argument between who shoots first, Han Solo or Boba Fett. (laughs) Yes. Dude, if they bring Han Solo in to kill Boba Fett, I would be so pissed. Yeah. Han comes in working for the Pikes, which is not going to happen, obviously. Han's not a bad guy. And I, he's still a troublemaker, but he's not. Yeah. I don't see him running spice for no. the Pikes. Uh-uh. Especially after being a hero of the Rebellion, a general. He's not going to be oh, no. spice running for the Pikes. No way. No chance. Um, and he's not going back to be old chums with Boba Fett to help Boba Fett out. Definitely not. No. In fact, if he's on his way to Tatooine right now, and he finds out that Boba Fett's there in trouble, Han's going to turn around and leave. Yeah, he's not going to help. He's, he's going to. He's going to hope it goes south and Boba dies. Yeah, he's going to say, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." Fuck this shit, I'm out. 
Um, Let's get out of here, Chewie. Punch it. Yeah. Um, Chewie's there to hang out with Black Chrysanthemum. Right. And then Han's going to, to help him. Yeah. And they're like... Boba Fett. Where? Boba Fett, where? <laughs> um, no. For one, I don't. I don't see. I don't know. I don't get the impression that Harrison Ford will ever come back as as Han Solo. He does, I don't he's done. He's done. He, he he doesn't like the character. No, he wanted the character to die way back in yeah. the original trilogy. He doesn't care about Star Wars. That's that's painfully obvious. Yes. Um. So no, I don't think we're going to see any more of Harrison Ford as Han Solo. No. If we get anything, it'll be in. Alden Eckrich or whatever his name is. Yeah. That guy. We're not going to get any more Harrison Ford, which is fine. Which, again, that would, wouldn't work here. Yeah. Because then he'd have to be... The age would have, have to, to be, be the age of Han Solo after Return of the Jedi. Anything with him should be pre-A New Hope. I think, to me. Correct. And, but we got to get on the ball because soon he's going to be too old to do that. Yep. He's going to be old enough to be Han Solo in the original trilogy. Yep. But whatever. I don't know. Don't listen to me, Disney. You guys are making money. I do hope that when Boba inevitably, because I'm holding to my theory, takes the Darksaber and cuts down the 20 to fulfill the prophecy. The Mythosaur. Yeah. See, a lot of people I keep hearing say, well, you know, who's going to, is Grogu going to ride the Mythosaur? Is he going to be the one? In the prophecy, it's like if Grogu leads no, Mandalore, I'm gonna be pissed. Right? There is no. I feel like this is all how prophecies end up being. It's, the words of Masioda, a prophecy that misread might have been exactly like it's all a the whole writing of the Mythosar is just a metaphor, con, a metaphor out yeah. of context. It's supposed to be the Mythosar, as in the person, as in right. Boba Fett, the only character to ever don the Mythosar symbol on his armor that I know of. Right. I feel like that's where people are missing it. Like, who's going to ride a Mythosar? No one. The Mythosar is Boba Fett. I think it's hilarious that people are thinking that because she, a lot liter- of people she literally are. says the Mythosar is a legendary beast. It's yeah. a myth. It's not real. Right. There's no Mythosar on Tatooine. I'm sorry, guys. There's not. It's Boba Fett. I, I feel like this is, like I said, to title it the Book of Boba Fett... Boba Fett has to do something by the end of it that makes it significant to the Star Wars canon going forward. The only thing Boom. is him ruling me. Oh, here it is. Din Djarin shows up, helps Boba Fett. Din Djarin gets in a fight with Cad Bane. Cad Bane beats him, doesn't kill him, beats Ooh, him, I like takes it. the Darksaber. Oh, I love Boba it. Boba Fett kills Cad Bane, I love kills it. him dead, oh, yeah. kills him in combat. So therefore, he is the rightful owner yeah. of the Darksaber. And then he cuts down 20 enemies or whatever it says with the Darksaber. To get saber. to the pikes. Yeah. After he kills Cad Bane, Cad Bane gets the Darksaber from Din. So, because I like the idea, but I, I don't see Din Jaren and Boba Fett fighting for any reason whatsoever. No. So Cad Bane no. bests Din Jaren, takes the Darksaber, Boba Fett kills Cad Bane. I'm a hundred percent on that. This is this is all wild speculation, but I truly believe Boba Fett kills Cad. Bane. I still don't think Cad will die, but I wish he would. Uh, Boba takes the dark saber. Dark saber. He's officially the rightful leader because he took it in combat. No, oh, yeah. not like Bo Katan. Yep. And Bo Katan and her folks are going to be there. pissed. They're there. I believe they're going to be here. You think so? They yeah. got to be there. To witness they have it. to see it because she's not. Her. 
Her and Costco Reeves won't believe it. No, they have if to they see, don't it. see it. They have to see it. You're no Mandalorian. Never yeah. said I was. Yeah, they have but to I see it. Rule Mandalore now, so bow. And I feel that's what I'm saying. I feel like at the end, they're after this, where they already told him to his face, he's no Mandalorian. They're going to be there, like you said. That's going to play out that way. And they're going to bow to him. He rides the Mythosaur in the battle. He builds a Mythosaur helmet for his Rancor. That'd be awesome. Rides, rides, rides a Rancor into battle, but it has like fake horns and looks like a Mythosaur. And, be awesome. and then the prophecy is fulfilled. Yeah, because and Boba he is Fett riding is the, the greatest. Of all time. <laughs> I was going to say Mandalorian, but he's yeah. not. And if no. I say that, everybody will hate me. Anybody who doesn't hate me after I ranted about the episode 30 minutes ago. I mean, one thing is 100%. He's riding the he's Rancor He's absolutely the riding the Rancor. I know that. Um, I, just, I, I love it because it's like, you don't need to. I don't get it. You don't. You have a jetpack, dude. It's going to look weird. You don't need to ride a Rancor. No. It's, 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 it's a lesser <laughs> form of travel than just jetpacking up and shooting people. It's just like using the Banthas. Makes no sense. Like a Banta. Like a Banta. The different, okay, so it's just like sending your bikers to a chase when you have a jetpack, except this is going to be awesome. I'm not going to, going to complain about Boba Fett riding a Rancor. Oh, no. It's going to be sweat. No. It's going to be sweat. It could be sweat. Yep. But yeah, I think you're right. That makes sense. Cad beats Din, takes the Darksaber, and hopefully kills the entire mod gang. I'm hoping. My fingers are crossed. Boba then jumps in, goes, poor mods, kills Cad, or at least severely injures him, and gets the Darksaber, cuts down everyone else in in the place. Casca, Bo, and all them are there. They see this. They realize this is the prophecy. They kneel. They all kneel before Boba. And then he realizes in that moment, this is what I'm meant to do. He realizes I, in that moment that there can be only, only one. one. He realizes crime boss maybe isn't for me. Leaves it in the hands of Finnick. Yep. Goes on to rule Mandalore with Boba or with Boba. Boba with, rules Mandalore with, with Boba. Boba, dude, it's gonna be awesome. Yes. He goes with Din Djarin because Din has to go back to Mandalore to find the pool. Yep. So they go back together and then start. You know, cue I also think Mando at season three. By the time it's done, I don't think Mando. Takes a bath in the pool. And if he does, he's just going to go back on it again. Yeah. I, I full-blown don't think he even takes a bath in the pool. Yeah, that's true. Because when Grogu gets Unless back to him... Unless we're completely wrong and Grogu chooses Jedi. That'd be so cool. Because if Grogu chooses Jedi, Mando's got... To me, Mando's got no reason to not go back to the Children of the Watch. It was all Grogu that got him to be attached and this, and this, 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 this. So without Grogu, I think he does go back to the ch- Children of the Watch. Yeah. Which it'd be I, cool if he didn't. It'd be right. cool if he was like, ah, sucks, I miss Grogu, but Boba's pretty cool. And he sticks around with Boba. I think it would be cool to see, or it would, I would like to see the reaction of the armorer and Paz Vizsla when Boba rules Mandalore. Because he fulfilled their, their sacred prophecy. Yeah, if they, oh, they, they have no dude, choice. Could you imagine if they don't even know? They get to Mandalore and they're like, this is the guy. And then he walks down the stairs and takes his helmet off. And they're like, what the fuck? And then he just kills them both with the Darksaber. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> fuck you guys. Kill, you can kill you're, this love, but not the armor. Ways. The armor is awesome. She can be locked in the forge and make awesome armor. <laughs> make Mithril for everyone. For, everyone gets Mithril. You, you get, get a Mithril. You, you get, get a Mithril. mithril. Everyone gets a Mithril. mithril. Um, mithril. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do see that. That's the only way this whole show makes sense to me is if by the end of it, Boba Fett rules Mandalore. 
Because the, Dude. The, then I can understand them being like, all right, well, we have to title the show about Boba. He's going to do the most important thing in the show. We can't call it the Mandalorian because he'd be a side character in Boba ruling and Mandalorian. And the book is him writing the new Mandalorian law. Right. So it would be like, well, this whole show had to be about Boba because Boba gets from point A to point B. But then they got lost in how do we get him to point A yeah. to point B. And so they put these pieces together and you they didn't what? fit. Everybody loves Din Djarin. Yeah. But if that's the if that's the case, then the, at least the one episode leaving Boba for Din Djarin is great. Because it left, and you didn't know it at the time, but it left it specifically for that prophecy. To tell you. To tell, to you, tell, you, the, tell audience. the audience. Yeah. This is where it's going. And you don't know it at the time. But the, after it all happens, you're like, okay, that episode's fine. And that would make sense. Then they would explain why they did what they did in, in episode six. Because you had to introduce Cad, but you also had to show how Mandu, Mandu, how Mandu, Mandu, Mando, and Grogu get back together because they're going to go on to do their own thing. Yeah. So we need to I get to that point that. before season three yeah. of Mando. So you need that moment. But my whole, you know, point still stands. You could have structured it better. You absolutely. To where all these things still happen, but it doesn't take away from the time of Boba Fett's show. I do think all this. If that's the route it goes, Boba Fett takes the throne, he takes the Darksaber, he rules all. I do think a new antagonist for him, and we see an awesome, hope, hopefully awesome fight between him and Vizsla. Could I, be. I think that's what goes yeah, down. Yeah, that could if be. Vizsla, goes, Vizsla won't stand for no. uh, not a child of the watch being there. and Or not a Vizsla. I feel like he is he very... that, too. He thinks he's the he chosen was, He one. was ready to kill Din. Din. Yeah. But if he goes and sees a Mandalorian without a helmet... Or quote unquote Mandalorian, not Mandalorian without a helmet, then he's really going to lose his cool, and he won't he won't stand for it. No, he won't. And abide I do it. think our, the armor, whatever her name is, I think the armor will be much more. She seems more calm and level headed. Like even like with Din Djarin, Din Djarin's like, "Yo, I removed my helmet," and Vizsla's like, "Get out of here, apostate." She's like, "Well, there's one way to earn forgiveness." You know, yeah. she, she's furious with him. She's you know ready to banish him too. But she can stay calm and collective and cool. And be like, all right, well, here's your the next step on your path. Go yeah. do this. And Vizsla, he he won't. Oh, he'll no. see Boba Fett on the throne with the dark saber. He'll, he'll go off. And I think it'd be a great fight. Yes. And then, and then all of the uh, the scenes of the Tuscans teaching Boba how to fight hand to hand and melee weapons. Boom. All their fighting translates to him getting the Darksaber. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> Although, you know what I love? Well, no, never mind. I was going to point out the hypocrisy and the man, the armor where a weapon shouldn't be created if, if you know, like Beskar's spear, it, it, uh, it shouldn't exist because it can penetrate. But then they let the Mandalorian lightsaber exist, but it, it still can't penetrate Bes Beskar, so whatever. So yeah, my nope. my point I was going to make is invalid. I don't care. I can't wait. I think um, that's what's going to happen. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be disappointed. Yep. Only because we'll be back to square one where the whole show was pointless. I yeah. I wonder if that happens. Boba takes the throne, and then because of that, Bo-Katan and Herlot just get pissed and leave, and then they're in the Ahsoka show, helping Ahsoka fight Thrawn. Because I don't think they're going to just bend the knee to Boba Fett. But there's nothing they can do by law. So do they just 
boom. Because I don't think we're done with Bo-Katan's character. Or, uh, uh, Koska Reeves or Axe Woves. I just, I don't see them continuing in the Boba Fett show. I guess they could continue in the Mandalorian show. But I wonder if they don't just go Ahsoka and taking the battle to Thrawn. I don't know. A lot of things up in the air. Yeah, one of the things I like a of, about... A lot of good Star Wars coming. Yeah, one of the things I like about it being a connected universe or whatever is the fact that it feels like it's going to be a live-action Clone Wars where we're going to get all these cool things. Yeah. You know, eventually, somehow, we're getting all this. Which I'm curious... Which is what I really want. A yeah. live-action Clone Wars. Oh, And I'm curious in how... In the vein of Banner Brothers. Mm. I'm curious how the Obi-Wan show fits into the stories they're telling. Because they're telling this connected thing. How does the Obi-Wan show, you know, move forward any plots? It doesn't. I don't see any way that it could. Ahsoka's there visiting Obi-Wan? Yeah. Like, I really don't see any way that it could, other than the fact you just want to show more Obi-Wan because everyone will pay for it. Yeah. Which, speaking of which... I'm honestly, I'm hoping it's that. I'm hoping they're just like, you know what, the fans want more Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Let's give them some of that. Speaking of which, they said there's going to be a trailer for the Obi-Wan show at the Super Bowl. So, if you weren't watching, there's a reason. Oh, I'm watching because I'm betting on that game. Oh, yeah. And another thing is that it's been leaked that it releases in May. I saw that. Yeah, which, May the 4th. That'd be awesome. Yeah. They showed the trailer at the Super Bowl, and at the end of the trailer, it says, premieres May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And then May 4th, it releases, and we get some dope advertisements for the new Star Wars games. Oh, yeah. And, and then we, we get Mando we season there. three in December. They already said yes, that. Yes, so. which is exciting. Yeah. I want to say this, too, on a side note. Like, as much as, as a huge of a disappointment as the show has been to me so far, um, and like I said, it's gotten me so aggravated that I almost don't want the figures. It's really annoying, blah, blah, this, this, that. In spite of that, I'm still super excited for Star Wars. I think we're in a great place. I feel, I feel we are. like they kind of dropped the ball for this but like you said if it's all just laying the foundation for a grander story going forward then it's necessary like you said you have to put you could have done it better but you have to lay the groundwork of how he got from point a to point b so whatever i i think it's great going forward we got a lot of great shows coming out got a lot of great games coming out and i like the fact that regardless of what i think so far i would I, I want Dave Filoni writing more things yes. going forward because he is in, you know, George Lucas is in his ear. They talk, they're friends. So the more things we get from him, the more things we get from the creator. Right. And that can only be good. I will say this too, because I'm just a weird person. As, as frustrating as it is for me to see Ahsoka pop up in every fucking thing, like. Like I said, it starts to me, again, not everybody, to me it starts to feel like characters take back seats to Ahsoka because Ahsoka's the baby of Dave Filoni and she's got to get all the attention he can. In spite of that, I can't wait for her own show because I love her as a character. I think she's a great character. Yeah, she is. Um, I hated her in The Clone Wars, but that's because in seasons one and two, she's a whiny little kid and she's annoys me by the end of clone Wars, she's, she's amazing. amazing seeing her character development over the course of the clone wars the seven seasons is awesome and then seeing her in live action is really awesome but i would prefer her to be in her own show and then follow her story 
in that format. And by the end of Clone Wars, she's more of a Jedi, a true Jedi, than the Jedi, than the are. Jedi yep. themselves. Yep. And that's what's cool. That Master Yoda, all of them, I she think, is more of a true Jedi than I they think, are. To me, in my opinion, you, you've not seen somebody as close to what a Jedi should be since Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. I think she's up there yeah. with Qui-Gon Jinn and what even a though, Jedi's supposed to be. I mean, even in the example of Din Djarin being like, you wouldn't train Grogu, but you'll let Luke or you let this guy, you let someone else. And it's the point where she can't choose for others. Yeah. I mean, her whole neutral zone on all of this is, is how a Jedi should be. Yeah. And that's, I actually thought about it the other day. It's a perfect, I don't even remember what triggered the thought, but I had this thought where in episode one, where Palpatine, not Palpatine, Padme and her guard are like asking Qui-Gon for his help and Obi-Wan. And he's like, I can only protect you. I can't fight a war for you. And then two movies later, the Jedi are at war with the galaxy. Like, you, you guys drop the ball somewhere, dude. Oh, yeah. You guys are part of the problem. Yep. They were manipulated by yep. Palpatine, just yep. like the rest of the galaxy. You guys have become the very thing you swore to destroy. They're supposed to be protectors and peacekeepers, and they became straight. They, I mean, they were given ranks of generals. They became yep. war it, it, fighters. It's one of the things that makes the prequels so great. I love them. They're so good. And what people that don't like them, I don't think, realize it's the story of it truly is a prequel. It shows you how Palpatine manipulates the entire galaxy to create the Empire and destroy the Jedi Order in one fell swoop. Yep. He manipulates everything perfectly and executes it There's to a T. not a single person that escapes his manipulation. No. Not one. No. A he, galaxy he, awesome. of people. And he just plays them all like a chessboard. It's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. The prequels are amazing. The, for what's no, great is for me, for no get, other reason. You than get that. to see a bad guy actually accomplish his goal. He rules the galaxy like he set out to do. And he does it through politics and manipulation, not straight out invasion and war. Politics and manipulation. But in spite of that, we still get to see invasion and war. Yeah. And bo- he's moving both sides. He's in charge of the separatists. He gets to make demands of the Republic. He's getting the whole thing going, fueling everything. And even even watching the Clone Wars, like the banking clan and all that, and the techno union, they're all like c- corrupt and making money off the war, and they think they're winning. And they're doing exactly what Palpatine's telling them to do. Yeah, it's awesome. It's glorious. It's so good. It's so, and then in the end, he just turns around and kills them all, which is awesome. Yeah, everybody's being played by this one guy. Once he's he, so smart. Once he gets what he set out to do, it's and cut all the loose ends. Yeah. Just whoosh, kill yep. them all. And what other universe does the bad guy win for twenty two years? Whatever it is, awesome. He, he wins. Yeah, he does. That's, that's what makes the prequels great. I think, and I think the prequels because of that, they add weight to the original trilogy. You get to see. The original trilogy, you're like, okay, there's this evil empire, these bad guys. Then you watch the prequels and you realize the the original trilogy only exists because the bad guy won. He did what he set out to do. He's the emperor of the entire galaxy. Cue the original trilogy. That's great. It works Unlimited perfectly. Unlimited power. power. It's good. Yeah, I it's love good. it. Palpatine uh, is my favorite villain of... Yeah. Nerd culture. I, I, I probably agree with that. 
There's no one better than our Lord and Emperor, <laughs> Palpatine. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. Mm-hmm. The, the cult of Palpatine. Oh, yeah. I'm get him tattooed in a pinup style somewhere <laughs> on me. <laughs> right here on my calf, a pinup of Palpatine and a G-string. His penis is hanging out of his robe. <laughs> He's he's out there like Uncle Eddie, just ropes flowing open. Uh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I can't wait to see where Star Wars goes. I just hate that it's going to be such a wait. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If I it, mean, at least we're getting a lot of Star Wars content this year. Yeah. We're yeah, that's true. Obi-Wan I was going to say we'll have to wait till December, Mando. but we won't. We, no. In May, we'll get to see the Mando or oh, yeah. Obi Wan show. And that should be enough to hold us over until Mando. Hopefully we get a game in between then. That'd be nice. It'd Maybe be, Jedi Fallen Order 2. I don't know about that. I think it'll come out this year. I you do. think? Yeah. I think they'll announce it on May the 4th, and I think it comes out it's, in like September. It's probably true. Because it's just weird. It feels to me like another Star Wars game should come out before that. But Fallen Order has been out for a few years, and it's the only one we know for sure that they've been working on for a while. Yep. So, yeah, it'll probably come out before anything else. I hope so. I'm there for it. Ubisoft's been working hard at work on their game, um, but so we've just heard nothing about it. Yeah, it's Ubisoft. I'm excited, it's but like, it's like, ah. please don't be Star Wars Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Don't be me with a uh, in the Star Wars world climbing towers and then digging in tunnels to find shit. Please find don't do that. synchronization because, points. Yeah, because Ubisoft released another game, uh... That Rise of Phoenix or whatever, it's that's all it is. It's Assassin's Creed, but you can fly. Oh, yeah. That's it. I mean, that's... Sorry, I'm very generalizing because you don't assassinate people, but the whole principle of the game is find towers, climb them, and then go to the quests and whatnot. Then find a tower and climb it, unlock part of the map, and then go to the next quest. Like, stop using that mechanic, Ubisoft. Please. You've got 32 Please. Assassin's Creed games, and I'm even sick of it in those. Yeah. But I'm not going to complain about it because that's how their franchise was built. If you're going to continue that franchise, sure, whatever. Don't put it in every single game. No, please. Do not put it in a Star Wars game. Please, no. I did did enough climbing in Fallen Order, man. (laughs) I'm sick of it. I've done my climbing. I've done my climbing. Years of it. Yes, a long time of it. But whatever. Yeah. I'm excited. An open world Star Wars game is exciting to me, so. Yeah. Hopefully it's like, could you imagine if it's in this style of Red Dead Redemption? You're just like a bounty hunter, but you're open world. See, that's what I want. Instead I of want a horse, you get a speeder bike. Continue the thirteen thirteen game, pick up on its bones, and create a new creature. Its oh. own bounty hunter thing. Or... Instead of horses, you, you still get wildlife, but Star Wars wildlife. Like, you can get a Tauntaun, ride that around in the open world. Like a Bantha. And, and blast people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get a Bantha. Oh, yeah. Then you can ride that Bantha like a Bantha. Very slowly. Yes. Throughout the open world. Yep. It's like riding droopy. Which Banthas are natives of Tatooine, so I'd like to see where they came from. What world made sense where uh, you were riding a Bantha? They're, I think I read the other day that they're not natives to Tatooine. They were they were brought here from another planet, and then quickly became popular. That's true because they can say carry that. a lot of weight, and because their yes. fur keeps them cool in you the did heat. Say that, yeah. 
I learned a lot about panthers. Which is even better. That means they do come from somewhere else. So yeah. you can go somewhere and ride yeah. one like a panther. Like a panther. <laughs> I think it'd be sweet, dude. Change your clothes. Get, go very go very Cad Bane, uh, oh, yeah. Mandalorian, Western style. Star Wars mixed with Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. And even, even if it's all, don't give me multiple planets. Put the story on one planet and tell that story. I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, some people were complaining, just because I wanted to bring this up, about the width of Cad Bane's brim. Because in the Clone Wars, it's massive. And uh, in the show, it's not. Yeah, those people did not watch Bad Batch. That's what I was getting ready to say. Someone said, I was watching the one six-pack last night, and someone said in the chat, in the Bad Batch, he gets a different hat. He does. So I was like, oh, cool. Hey, there actually, you go, people. I forgot that actually in the Clone Wars, he gets a different hat. He has the massive brilled hat which he loses when he puts on the disguise of the clone trooper then later when he gets out of the disguise he's walking and somebody has a hat and he kills the guy and takes that hat oh now that i'm saying it it might be the same hat it might be that he killed the guy because the guy's wearing his old hat it could be that hat cat hat this and that yeah but so i could be i could be wrong about that but in the Bad Batch, he gets a hat, a different hat, and it is a smaller brim. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't care because it's been 17, 21 years since the Clone Wars. Not only that, but odds are he doesn't have the same right. hat for He's 21 years. He's not Indiana Jones. Yeah. And some things don't translate to the to live action. No. You know, that massive hat would look stupid as shit in live action. Yeah. It would look dumb. So he needed a I honestly hat. think that's the reason they even made him change a hat in the Bad Batch. Because honestly, even in the Clone Wars, it's like, that's that's a tad much. I love the character, but his hat's like four feet wide. It's, it, you know, it's, it's unnecessary. It's too much. It's too, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. And when he dons the smaller hat, I think it looks cooler. Oh, yeah. He looks so fucking awesome. He Those does. eyes. The... Oh. I wasn't ready for that. Oh, they're so good. When his hat's down, all I could see was the teeth. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't. I fuck those teeth. I don't like those teeth. I don't like them at all. And then he looks up and I was like, oh. It, yeah. Whoa. They they did a good job. It captures that wonder that's not really true fear, but trepidation for a character. So I don't know. I was afraid. <laughs> right? You're like, you get that. I tucked under the covers. You get that out of Darth Vader. You know, that, that trepidation, that fear of the character itself. Bad things are coming. Yep. And you get that with him. Like, everything about him. Like, this is a bad guy. And I like that. I like good versus evil. I like to have a clearly defined villain. I like that. It's good. I do, too. It's good. And I especially like it because then you see what does happen. The one guy that he's threatening, and then that guy refuses to stand down, he shoots that guy. He shoots him one time. The guy who backtalked him, he shoots nine times. Oh, yeah. Like, just as a fuck you to that guy for he having the audacity. blows him away. Yep. It's like, and, my, 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 what, is he a sheriff? Did they, they call him sheriff? Marshall. Marshal. My marshal ain't for sale. Shoots that guy nine times. Fuck you. Um, like, it you, is, don't, you don't even, you, you shouldn't even be talking in my presence, dude. Right. It is a cool thing that I read about. Chuck Wendig's creation of Cobb Vanth in Aftermath and stuff is that Cobb Vanth is truly an incorruptible character. Like, that's the way he's written. I feel he's that way. Incorruptible. He's, like, he's Batman. Yeah, right? And it translates well to what they did with him in the shows. Yeah. Like, he's he's a good guy, period. 
Yeah, I like that because even even when Mando's talking to him, he's like, oh, we can't get involved in that. And then he sees the bad guy come up and he's like, we have to get involved in this. We have to. Oh, yeah. And then he tells him like, not only for the, (laughs) I love the audacity of him because this guy's come because he tells Mando, he's like, I can't jeopardize my town. Then this guy comes up and he's like, you tell them Tatooine's off limits. Like the whole planet. The whole planet. The whole planet. I, the whole planet is done. Close it down. Town. Like Everywhere. All right, guy. You're kind of overstepping your authority here, man. But, he walks but I'm into in. Mos Pelgos to yeah. tell the entire of Mos Pelgos, this whole planet is yeah. mine. Ours. Whatever. Yep. It's awesome. And he's like, you tell them Tatooine is off limits. And then he got shot. Oh, yeah, he did. He wasn't fast enough. He wasn't, dude. Cad Bane is so cool. He is. I just hope he doesn't do a lot of talking in the next episode. <laughs> oh, they bug me. They do. They really do. I hope he uses his teeth in the next episode. I hope he bites a lot of people. Yeah, I was getting to say to do like Gollum when he bites into that fish. <laughs> I hope they show him eating something in the next episode, just for you. You're like, I, I hope for it's completely out of character, but I hope he's smiling for the whole next episode. <laughs> like doing these things just brings him joy, and he's just big, wide, ear to ear grin for the whole episode. I want him to be high on pot noose for the whole episode, just <laughs> cheesing. Uh, it bothered me not enough to. Um, shy away from the awesomeness of the character. He's so great. Can't wait to see him kill lots of people. I hope he's the one who kills the modders. Oh, please. Just blast them please. all. Pew, pew, pew. All of them. I hope we get, oh, dude, I hope we get a repeat of the Slave One and the Biker Gang. I hope, because in this, in the, in the episode, he was not wearing rocket boots because they stick off on the side of his boots. So he wasn't wearing them. So it's like, oh, I guess he gave up on the rocket boots. I hope he didn't. I hope in the next episode you see the modders and then he flies up behind them on his boots and just, anyways, just starts blasting. Anyways, he just starts blasting. Just starts blasting. That'd be a cool still. Like picture it in widescreen. Yep. Cad Bane up in the air with the rocket boots behind the mod gang. Guns drawn. Killing them all. Bright red eyes. Oh yeah, just blasting. Anyway, you just start blasting. Yeah, starts blasting. One can hope. I, I hope because I want to, I do, as much as I want to see Cad Bane live action, I want to see him flying live action. I mean, if Disney pulled it off with Star Lord, you can pull it off with Cad Bane. I'm excited. I'm excited. Because yeah. out of all the characters we have for the final showdown, I don't see them killing any of the good guys. Like, if, if it Black, is how it's played Black out currently. Yeah, see, I don't think they will. I don't think they will, but I could see that before Fennec Shand or Boba. If it is how it plays out currently, you have Fennec, Boba, Kersantan, Din Djarin. Danny Trejo. <laughs> um, I don't see them Oops. killing any of those characters. No, I don't see it either. Which sucks. I mean, I'm all in. Kill somebody. See, that's why you should have had Boba actually build up a force. Because then you could watch his yeah. force get murdered. Which I, I think that Bo-Katan and her crew will show up, so maybe Axe Wolves dies. Oh, that's why Hot Toys didn't bother making a face call. You're right. Like, this guy's dead. We know it. Yeah. Disney already let him know. Because they reached out and was like, hey, we want to do a figure of Axe Wolves. And Disney was like, well, I mean, he dies. So they're like, oh, cool. We don't need a license for his face then. Yep. Here we go. 230. He can be cheaper than the others. Yep. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> One of these things doesn't belong. <laughs> nope. I don't know. Next episode is going to be interesting. I do think it should be an hour and a half minimum. It needs to be. There's a lot to be told still. And there needs to be a lot of fighting. 
Not a small amount of fighting. A we, lot of fighting. It should be an hour and a half because I feel like the last 30 minutes should be battle. So I think you need an hour to catch up all of our characters that are now disjointed and all over the galaxy. <laughs> right. We need that hour to come together, and then we need a half hour of battle. Do you think we see anybody else join the fight? Boss yes. or Dengar or anything like that? Yes. They're, every Since they started doing TV, there's been a big reveal in the finale of something, whether it's Darksaber, Luke Skywalker. It's true. So I feel like there's going to be another one, whether that's Bosk, Dengar, something else. I feel like we'll get another big boom reveal in form of a character, but I don't, I don't know who that will be. And I don't think it'll be any more good guys. If we do, it's going to be someone like Bosk. It's going to be a villain thing. Kira shows up with see, Crimson Dawn. But not. I don't think we're going to get any more. I think big, if, if Bosk shows up, I, he shows up on Boba's side. I think. Well, I thought that, but I saw someone that was talking about the comics, and I guess in the comics they they fight each other quite oh, a bit. Part way, yeah. But yeah. from what I understand, it's like a like a respectful thing too. Like they have because Bosk works with Boba quite a bit in the Clone Wars, and I haven't read the comics, but from my understanding, what's been explained to me. They fought each other, but never like to the death. Yeah, and they still have like a lot of respect for each other, or whatever. I, again, if you're listening to this, I don't know. I haven't read no, the comics. Me either. But I would like to think that if it's a straight out war, one side winning, one side dying, Bosk doesn't go against Boba. Yeah, I would like to. Th- I would like to think. I don't know for sure. I like Bosk, and I like the idea of him and Boba coming together again in live action. Yes. That'd be sweet. But I also don't think you're going to have Bosk and Kersantan on the same side. I could see Bosk and Kersantan fighting in the final battle. That's fighting a good each other. point. That's a good point. Like, they, they have no more time for alliance building. So I feel like our good guys are set, Bosk, except for the showing up of Bosk Bo-Katan. shows up, shakes Boba's hand, and Black Kersantan leaves. The whole point of bringing him it. in. The whole point of bringing him in was completely void. He just oh, yeah. checks out and leaves. Yeah, he's gone. Gone. He'll get his own show. Calling call it now. Yeah. Black Chrysanthemum comes out in 2023. I'm calling it. I feel like the only other good guys we're going to get are Bogotan and her crew. They're probably going to show up on a whim too. Like yes, you're not well, like you, the tide they're of the going battle to is just shifting. show up. Yeah, on Tatooine. Yes. You're not going to get a lead up to them coming. No, like the tide shifting, they show up. Actually, probably. And you're going to find out that they found out Mando was there with the Darksaber. Yes. So Correct. they're coming because of that. Yep. I think they show up when the tide shifting to shift the tide just in time to see Boba Fett wield the Darksaber and fulfill the prophecy. So I feel like any big reveals are going to be on the villain side of things. Possibly. I think they show up in time to see Cad Bane defeat Mando. And take the dark saber, and that's what they think they're going to defeat Cad Bane and take it. But then Boba does it first, or they do fight, and then he kills Axe Wolves or maybe Cosca Reeves. Oh, you know we get Ooh. some deaths on the good guy's side, but minor character deaths. Then Boba steps in and takes out Cad, yeah, and wields it to finish it off. I do, I do think Cad Bane takes the dark saber and then fights Bo-Katan. Because she's, yeah, she's going for that. it. Sure. But he bests her because he's best at everybody. He's, oh, yeah. he's best at Jedi nonstop in yep. the show. He's the best around. He is. Except and then Boba, Boba shows up. And puts totally him in his place. redeems himself. And totally redeems himself. I'm, I'm doing, this is my problem with gambling. I keep adding legs to my bet. 
Just adding yeah. to that part. Like, at bro. first, I'm like, Cad Bane defeats Den, gets the Darksaber, Boba Fett defeats Cad Bane, takes the Darksaber. Then, like, like, yeah. then I was like, well, no, no, no. Boba Fett kills Cad Bane. Oh, yeah. And Three takes leg. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're getting risky. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I bet, I bet <laughs> Bo-Katan shows up. Four legs. Here but, we go. But we're getting to quarter bets now. She doesn't show up until <laughs> uh, Din Jaren is defeated. And then uses that as our opportunity to defeat Cad Bane and take the Darksaber back. Okay, okay. But then Cad Bane defeats her, maybe kills one of her dudes, oh, yeah. her, her support followers, and then Boba Fett steps in, defeats Cad Bane, and takes the Darksaber. And then, I bet all this happens at sundown. Yeah. It's a nighttime battle. Yeah, you're an eight-leg parlay. <laughs> you're all in. Just keep going you're further You're all in at further. this point. You're trying to see how much your $2 bet can yeah, make you. <laughs> and if I'm right about this, I make $2.8 billion. <laughs> yeah, Vegas, what are the betting odds? Yeah. Because we just laid out the final episode. Let's go. Although, if... It call, if it plays out exactly like I just said, and I don't get two point eight billion dollars, I'm gonna be pissed. To call it that spot on, spoiler alert: yeah. you won't. <laughs> you will not. No. I'm curious. I mean, basically, next week's show is gonna be a lot of praise because we're right, or a lot of hate because it's bad and we're wrong. We're so wrong. Yeah. Then we'll get love because what we said would have been better than what we get. Right. It's true. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah. The way we laid it out is amazing. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Yeah. If you disagree, maybe this ain't the podcast for you. Right? Go listen to the Star Wars Time Show. Yeah. <laughs> They're far more positive than we are. They're mo- way more positive. And they know a hell of a lot more about Star Wars than we do. They do. Um, but I, I, which is great. They're just nice. It's great. Um, because, but I, I do hate the argument that. Because I've heard it a lot, especially in Star Wars growing up. If you if you don't know something about a thing, then you don't love it as much as person B does, which I think is just wrong. Dude. Because, like, your favorite person on the planet. I can't you, even remember my anniversary, so there you go. Thank you. I was going to say, your favorite person <laughs> on the planet, and if anything like me, my favorite person on the planet is mom, is mom. You ask me what her first words were as a, as a kid. I have no idea. Ask me who her first boyfriend was. I have no idea. Ask me what she got for her 17th birthday. I have no idea. Your knowledge about something doesn't dictate your love for a thing. Correct. And I, that's how I am about Star Wars. I don't know everything, but I'm never unwilling to learn a thing. Mm-hmm. As much information as you can give me, I'm going to take it in. And it's also the fact that I'm just forgetful. That too? You can tell me something seven times and I'll forget it. His name was Cad Bane. Okay, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha, gotcha. Cad <laughs> Teeth. Teeth guy. Teeth guy. <laughs> The mouth of the pikes. <laughs> yeah, he isn't not. He's, he shows up to, to Cab, Cobb Vanth and he's like, my master bids thee welcome. Or whatever he says. He's, oh, like, yeah. he's a token for thee. <laughs> and throws the mithril down on the ground. Oh, mithril. And, yeah. Let's add a tit leg to this part of <laughs> And then Boba Fett goes up and just chops his head off mid-sentence and then says, for Grogu. And they all <laughs> run into the pit. <laughs> I do think, though, this is dead, and it's been dead. Yeah. We're not done with the Luke Grogu thing. Like, I don't see them leaving it there. Yeah. It, well, it's definitely not the next time we see them, he chooses Mando, right. and we never see Luke again. So they have to appear again, but how you work that into the final episode, I don't know. You don't work it into the final episode. But how you work it into the story is fairly easy, I think. I think... 
Mando or Grogu says, I'm choosing Mando, but Mando is obviously not there to pick him up. And Luke, I don't think, is just going to hop in the X-Wing and take him to Mando. So you, so, does. so you still have the story there of them still being on that planet for a little while, maybe trying to convince Grogu to change his mind. You still have a story to be told there. But yeah, it'll probably be Ahsoka that picks him up and takes him back to Grogu. But it's not going to be in an episode. It's not going to be... We're not going to start a show or start a part of the episode... Maybe it's the middle of the episode, whatever. You're not going to start and see Grogu be like, I'm taking the Mithril, and then Ahsoka picking him up and leaving. You're still going to have time on that planet with Luke. Because I don't see them just giving us this much Luke, and then just cutting him off, done. No more Luke. I just don't see it happening. I don't think we're going to get ten episodes of Luke. Right. Yeah, it should be interesting. I don't think we get ten episodes of Luke! Luke! That's the show we need, the Uncle Owen show. Yep, a sitcom in the Star Wars universe. (laughs) Go out and water them fields, boy. Give me another beer, Baru. Give me a blue milk. (laughs) Squeeze that teat. Oh, Oh. those Mm. movies are so fucking stupid. (laughs) Every time I try to be like on board of the whole, like, hey, if you like them, you like them. I try not to be harsh. I think of something like Luke drinking straight from a creature's titty. Yeah. uh, it's still okay if you like him, you like him. They're yeah, still shit. They're, yeah, if you like him, you like him. But you have to agree, certain parts are complete complete stupidity. It's bad, and that's one of them, right? Oh yeah. Like I don't think there's a person who sits on the couch and is like, actually, that scene is very important and very perfect. It doesn't need to be removed at all. Like, no, it should have been a deleted scene. Depends how kinky is the person right? on the couch. Like, oh, I wish Mark Hamill would drink from my tea. <laughs> that's I, right, boy. I give him a milk mustache. <laughs> Get in there all nice and deep, uh, like mm. all this. All these times, you're the one who said stuff about celebrities, and it's finally going to be me, and it's going to be about Mark fucking Hamill, <laughs> like one of the biggest celebrities from my childhood. Oh yeah, come here, Mark. Come here, Mark. You want a milk mustache? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's that is the the closing. That's how we close things out on the most awkward and strange of uh, circumstances. There can be no other way. No. We'll be back next week, though, for better or uh, worse. Hell yeah. Better or worse. We're going to talk about the end of Star Wars and then try to figure out where the hell our show goes after that. <laughs> because what we're going to talk about, uh, our next episode, we don't know. Our next episode will be May 4th. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, next week and then May the 4th. I don't know. We'll find something to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. We we'll, got to. We'll bullshit about something. Yeah, we'll just bullshit. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Zack Snyder will do something. Oh, I'm sure. He'll live, breathe. That'll be enough. <laughs> he woke up Tuesday. All right, let's oh, do a yeah. podcast. We got, all, we got a two-hour show in the for you. Buckle up. In other news, Zack Snyder is still alive, so we're going to talk about that for two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Now we'll be back, guys. Book Boba Fett finale next week. Are we right? I hope so. I hope so, too. Yep. If not, somebody should give us jobs, dude. Correct. Yeah. Do you have any worth? Not yet, but But you you will. will. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we have spoken.